And hello, everyone. Welcome to our program, The Truth Will Say If We Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I'm Vic Batista and Nathan Jones with Lamb and Lion Ministry. Thank you for joining us for today's program. We have an exciting program prepared for you today as we're going to be talking about last day's warning. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord, as we start 2020, we thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for loving us and caring for us, Lord. We thank you so much for your grace, which uh, we do not deserve, but that you give to us. And as we look at the world, Lord, as it already has begun to have so many problems, uh, dealing with uh, Iran and uh, earthquakes and natural disasters and wars and rumors and wars, Lord, 2020 is starting off rough. And so we do pray you'll open up our words so we may understand uh, what your purpose is, Lord, and, and where it's going, and we can grow, gain comfort in knowing you've got it all under control. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Again, you tuned into a Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Big Batista and Nathan Jones, as we're talking about last day's warning. So stay tuned to our program. Those of you watching us or, or checking us out live on social media, feel free to post your questions or your comments uh, for us. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones, to our program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Hey, brother, another year. Uh, what's this, 10 years now we've been doing this? Praise the Lord. Huh? Listen, and I didn't even send you a present for sticking out with me for 10 years, man. I'm, I'm just feeling very blessed that we've been able to share God's word for 10 years through The Truth Will Set You Free. and through Lamb and Lion Ministries. And uh, just praising the Lord for it. And praising the Lord for all you who tune in and and want to grow in knowing uh, the Lord Jesus as your Savior. And, and we're all, that's what we're doing, right? We're all together trying to set out to understand the Lord better. You know, Nathan, it is a privilege here as well to be connected with you in the ministry for 10 years. And now also being able to serve as part of the ministry there as an assistant evangelist with you. I'm so excited. Yeah, I don't know if most people realize that, you know, you've been a separate ministry as a pastor of a church in Miami and me here is the Internet Evangelist at Lamb and Lion Ministries. But now you've come on to Lamb and Lion Ministries as an assistant evangelist. So we're both, uh, we've been working together for a long time. Doesn't matter what parent organization we're under. Uh, I'll always uh, work with you, man. But uh, now we can say, hey, we're both Lamb and Lion Ministries evangelists. So I just praise the Lord for that. Well, and I thank you guys and Dr. Reagan for the wonderful opportunity. Of course, I had such a great time with you at the um, that last month there and prior to that at the conference, the annual conference. It, it's just fantastic being able to be part of the ministry. And for me, it is a privilege, Nathan. I, I consider us family. Yeah, yeah, we're all the family of the Lord, but brother, you're closer than that. Uh, Co-labor in Christ. And I'm just so excited that uh, we can serve every. Uh, buddy, uh, the Lord, of course, to everybody through Lamb and Lion Ministries, and just love your heart, Lord, uh, that you just have a heart for the Lord. I'm sorry if I sound a little congested. I've been battling a cold all week, so if I sound a little funny, please excuse me. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, that happens once in a while, but you do not sound too bad at all, Nathan Jones. But Nate, also, before we continue, maybe someone is new that just tuned in for the first time. Would you be able to share again a little bit more about the ministry, certain things that are going on? I know there's a conference coming up that Dr. Reagan is going to be part of actually here in the Florida area. Absolutely. Well, Lamb and Lion Ministries is a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And we do that in a number of different ways, primarily through our website at ChristinProphecy.org. There you'll find a wealth of information, including our TV show, Christ in Prophecy, which is aired on all the major Christian networks and online and on his channel. 
And uh, numerous articles, our Lamplighter magazine, our social media groups, our app, the Lamb and Lion app. Uh, we just want to get the gospel out. We want to get people excited about the soon return of Jesus Christ. We also do that in a number of different conferences. And as of this recording, there is a conference coming up on uh, January 11th through 13th of 2020. And that's the Unity and Urgency Conference in Port Charlotte, Florida. Our founder and director, Dr. David Reagan, will be there along with my old pastor, Bob Russell of Southeast Christian Church. And it's his son's uh, church, Rusty Russell's church. So if you're in the Florida area, in the Tampa area, uh, or even if you're not, fly down there. There'll be, I think they're preaching together about 10 times. So it's going to wow. be conference uh, speaking engagements and two of the greatest speakers I've ever encountered in my whole life, both Dr. David Reagan and Pastor Bob Russell. So check it out. Go to those conferences. You can also go to our website. We have our major annual conference that you can always find Vic and me at here in the Dallas, Texas area. And that's for the end of June. And you can find out more about that. I'll be, of course, one of the speakers there and you'll see Vic there and we'll be doing lots of good things. Vic and I will be signing our new book, The Mighty Angels of Revelation, uh, of a book signing table. I pray that you'll get a, a copy of that and learn about the 72 angels that can be found in the book of Revelation and uh, get to meet you guys in person. Yeah, thank you so much, Nathan Jones, for that. And yes, we are very excited about the book and we're getting some very good responses. And it, it, we thank the Lord, right, Nathan, for that's part of these programs. What we do is just to educate individuals and to put the word out there, the word of God, that the Lord Jesus is coming back soon. Amen, brother. Let's do it. Yeah. And also, Nathan, talking about the Lord coming back soon and a lot of different things that are going on around the world. Wow. You and I know that prophecy is being fulfilled right before our eyes. And oftentimes, though, Nathan, you would agree with me that the Bible oftentimes warns us of the dangers and how to avoid them. And the Apostle Paul uh, wrote to the Philippians about this. And, and I think we need... Um, also to pay close attention to these warnings uh, and admonishment as we're going to, uh, uh, as we are realizing that we're living in the last days. And not only that, Nathan, even uh, Jesus himself said that there will be certain signs of the times to show us how close we are to his return. Matthew chapter 24, uh, verses three through eight. And Nathan, if you happen to have a Bible handy, would you be able to read that? And then as we're gonna talk about how we're going to relate that to what's happening right now. Okay, certainly. Well, let's start with the verses, and then we'll back up into the context afterwards. So I'll pick up Matthew 24, verse 3. And now as he, Jesus, sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming, and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. Wow, Nathan. You know, you mentioned three things that you talked about deception. Uh, you talked about uh, uh uh, earthquakes, you talked about wars and rumors of wars. Talk to us, Nathan. Isn't that what's happening right now, right before our eyes? <laughs> oh, you're not kidding. Uh, again, as of this recording, uh, President Trump had uh, had killed the head of the Iranian, uh, uh, basically terrorist organization, Soleimani, and um, 
it, we're looking to see what Iran's going to do to retaliate. They attacked one of our bases, but all the missiles didn't hit. It was pretty minor. Uh, they know probably not to take us on at this point. And so we're seeing wars, you know, is, is, is the Middle East going to blow up? And a lot of people are talking, is the Gog, Magog War of Ezekiel 38 and 39 right around the corner? And I'd say yes. Yes, it is. And um, we're seeing earthquakes and natural disasters. Puerto Rico got hit by a major earthquake in the beginning of 2020 and uh, did a lot of damage. And so we're seeing, as Jesus said, that as we get closer to the, his return, that a number of signs would be revealed. These signs, 10 of them, would increase in frequency and intensity the closer we got to his return. And that those include natural disasters and wars. Nathan, an excellent point. And again, it, it, here we are starting the year and just a few days into it, we've seen uh, Bible prophecy signs of the times uh, really literally right there in the pages of the newspaper and in the pages of the Bible. And I want to say, Nathan, that we are living exciting times, right? Yeah, maybe more exciting than most of us would like. But Jesus said that the signs would uh, be like birth pains. In other words, when a woman goes into labor, the contractions are few and far between. They're not as painful. But as you get closer and closer to the baby coming, the contractions are closer and closer, and the pain is more and more intense until the baby finally comes. And Jesus, later in Matthew 24, would make that comparison. He'd say, these signs have always been with us. There have been wars, certainly. There's been natural disasters. There's been earthquakes and pestilences and famines. Yes, but the closer we got to the, his return, the more intense and the more frequent these would come to the point where it looks like they're coming every week and then every other day and then every day and then eventually it becomes a way of life. And we are seeing that just in the last few years as all these natural disasters and wars continue to ramp up, ramp up. As of this recording, there are 38 wars and skirmishes going on around the planet. Um, earthquakes are continuing to double every few years and to the point now we've got earthquakes happening in places like Oklahoma that's not even on a fault line. Uh, we're seeing some people believe in, in global warming or temperature change and we know that the Lord will be changing the temperature going into this seven-year tribulation time period. There's a, the sun near the end of the tribulation will scorch the earth. So whether it's man-made global warming, which I personally don't believe, but God made global warming, absolutely, that by the end of the tribulation, natural disasters and war will just be a way of life for the people during the tribulation. Mm. Nathan, and that's, an, uh, that, that's exactly a, a great point. And I oftentimes say exciting times because we are looking for the Lord's return. And it's exciting times for the church, right, Nathan? But for those who are awake and paying attention and sober and see the signs of the times. Well, that's why in Matthew 24, Jesus said again and again, be ready, be ready, be ready. You know, keep your porch light on. Keep a lookout. You don't know when Jesus is coming back. That's the rapture. It could come in any moment. It's a imminent event. And we can even told the Pharisees, I say, you could go outside and you see the sky and you can say, oh, yeah, that storm's coming. Or you can figure that out. Well, Jesus said, when you see these signs increase in frequency intensity, then you know my, my time is coming near. Particularly, he gave us the sign of the fig tree, which is the rebutting of Israel, when Israel would become a nation again. And he says here that the, the generation or the people group, the era of the that sees Jerusalem or excuse me, Israel become a nation again, which was May of 1948, 
will be the generation that sees his return. That's the key to unlocking when all these signs will culminate in the return of Jesus Christ. And uh, brother, we're, mm, we're, we're living in that now. We are in the season of his return. Fantastic point. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Again, for those of you that maybe just tuned in, we see a number of you on social media following us live on Facebook and the like. Again, you're tuning into our Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophet TV, TV Radio Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministry. And we're talking about last day's warnings. And Nathan, of course, you have just talked to us about what the Lord said in terms of warning. And, and Paul the Apostle, Nathan, also had this to say to the church in, in Philippi, the Philippians. And, and Nathan, can you take us to Philippians chapter 3? And uh, let's look at verses uh, 17 through 20. Again, as we see more uh, admonition and warning, that we're going to see these individuals rising up that are going to be the enemies uh, of the cross. And I think Christians need to be aware that this is part of what the Lord was saying in the last day's deception. Okay, uh, we're in Philippians 3, verses 17 through 21. Rather, join in following my example, and note those who so walk, as you have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you, even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that is that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Mm. Nathan, I love this passage. Again, we see this admonition here that we need to recognize that there's going to be those opposing us in the last days. They call them the enemies of the cross. I mean, we're talking about Iran and we're talking about these nations surrounding Israel. Uh, we cannot make any mistakes about it. There eventually uh, all these wars and skirmishes are going to be heading in the direction of God's people, especially the Jewish people, right? Absolutely. And it, it's a lot of fear that people have that that we're going to be facing trials and tribulations. And as a Christian, <laughs> we're guaranteed that we are Christ bearers. And Jesus said, if I'm suffering, certainly my followers will suffer too. So yes, that's just part of the Christian life. There's part of living in the fallen world where there's decay and death and turmoil and people being terrible to each other. That's part of it too. But here Paul wants us, wants to be encouraging. And he reminds us that hey, we might live here in the United States or on the planet Earth or wherever you live, but uh, it's not your real home. If you're a Christian, your citizenship is in heaven. You are a citizen of whatever country you're in temporarily. Your eternal citizenship is in heaven. And that, Paul reminds us, is what we eagerly wait for. So we have hope. Uh, the Bible, just <laughs> if you don't have the Bible, really, if you don't have Jesus Christ, you don't have hope. I mean, this is it. You're going to live in a terrible world and and then you're going to go to Hades after death and wait for your, for it to be final judgment at the great white throne judgment. And then the lake of fire is your eternal destination. What kind of terrible future is that? But with, you know, Jesus Christ, your savior, you're a citizen of heaven. Then you know that you'll be rescued from the tribulation before it happens in the rapture, that you will live in heaven with Jesus forever. You will return with him to earth during the millennial kingdom and watch him set up his kingdom of peace, righteousness and justice on this earth. And we will rule and reign with him. And then we will go into the eternal state where there's no sin and our glorified bodies, as he says here in verse 21. Uh, we have a 
glorious, glorious future ahead of us if you've accepted Jesus' salvation. And Nathan, and you know, that is an, that's, an, that's a, a great point in these last days, as we see the days approaching, uh, Paul here is admonishing Timothy in, in the way that he walks, in his conduct. Uh, you know, he says to know those that walk contrary, because that we're going to find, that's another thing, people are not going to live, want to live holy lives. People just want to do whatever they want. And the Bible says, you know what, uh, we need to note those individuals. It, it reminds me, Nathan, what the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 15 through 17. Might you be able to take us there if you have your Bibles handy? Because I think you, you touch on a very important point uh, regarding, uh, you know, what Paul is talking about, how we are to walk, especially in these last days as we see the Lord returning. Ephesians 5, uh, 15 through 20? Yeah, 15 through 17, I think is fantastic, Nathan. 15 through 17, okay. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. You know, and, and I think that's that's a call of admonition that, you know, these are days where we need to live sober, right, Nathan? And be really paying attention to what's going on around us. And too many people don't want to face the reality uh, you know, of taking time to study Bible prophecy or to see what's going on around the world and what the Bible has to say, and, and either through fear or ignorance. But yet the Bible calls us, the Christians, that we are the children of the light, uh, to live sober and, and to guard our steps in how we walk. And it's interesting, the Bible teaches that that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Now, obviously there's a fear as in, Yes, he's ultimate powerful and our eternal destiny is in his hands, but the fear, it means a healthy respect as well, and it means obedience. And when you have that fear and respect and obedience, that is wisdom. That is godly wisdom. And so here Paul is, is telling to the church in Ephesus, says, you know, you don't want to live like fools. You want to live uh, for your sins and your lusts. You don't want to, you know, eat, drink, and be merry for tomorrow we die. That's not how Christians live. We live in the in respect of what the Lord's will for us in these evil times. And what's the Lord's will for us? That we obey him. And what is obeying him? We live godly lives and we serve out the great commission to evangelize the world. You know, Nathan, and again, that is a, that's a, that's a wonderful point. And in terms of how we walk and how we behave, it reminds you also of first John uh, chapter two uh, verses 15 through 17 says where he says, do not love the world or the things which are in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passing away and the lust of it, he who does the will of God abides forever. And again, right, Nathan, we're called to live separately, to live holy, as we wait for the coming of the Lord. Absolutely. That's what we've been called to do. Uh you know, we're here for, to do uh, the Lord's mission. He's given us a work. We've been created to do good works while we wait for the Lord's return. Uh, we can obviously pray for the Lord's return to come because that's what the Lord tells us to do. But we should also be working for the Lord. Uh, uh, some people say it, oh, you pre-trib rapture believers are just sitting around staring at the sky waiting for Jesus to come. I have never encountered a pre-trib believer who sits around waiting for Jesus to come. We're usually <laughs> very busy at work doing what we're supposed to. And that's what the Lord's called us to do is 
hey, the time's short. Get out there, share the gospel, tell people about Jesus. Let them know that he's coming soon. Let them know that the world's getting bad and they don't have much time. And and uh, that's 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 our goal. That's our purpose. So, yeah, it's spooky out there. I mean, 2020 has already started the first week. Uh, you know, that's the first week. I'd hate to see what the next 51 weeks are. <laughs> but we know that the Lord has his purpose. Uh, you know, if it's any consolation when you read the Bible, a lot of Bible prophecy is written in what's called proleptic uh, passages. In other words, they're written about the future, but they're written in past tense. And from God's perspective, all of Bible prophecy has already been fulfilled. The Bible, even though it was written by 40-some people over 1,500 years across three continents and three languages, it was authored by the Holy Spirit, who lives yes. outside of time and has already seen and knows how it ends. For God, it's already ending. We're just in that point in the timeline when it's happening. And so that should bring us a little encouragement, too, knowing that, hey, Jesus' victory is already assured. It's already happened for God. We're just waiting in our limited human capacity to reach that point in human history when we see Jesus victorious. And if Jesus is victorious, then so are his children. Ooh, I love the Nathan. Wonderful word of encouragement. Again, for those of you that just tuned in, you're tuned in to a Truth Who Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV, Radio Edition, Big Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. And we're talking about last day's warning so we thank you all for tuning into our program and i see you again those of you that are following us on social media thank you for shouting out to nathan and i saying hello we appreciate that uh post your questions or your comments uh for us there nathan you made a good point back in philippians chapter 3 verse 20 again we're admonished to uh to eagerly wait for the savior so yes we are eagerly waiting for the lord we're not looking for the antichrist we're not uh, looking forward to going through the tribulation we're looking forward to the rapture <laughs> and, Absolutely. And, and Nathan, that's what that's what titus says i mean in titus chapter 2 uh verse 11 uh through 13 uh we're admonished to be looking for the blessed hope and, and if you don't mind nathan can i go ahead and read those few verses right there please do man yeah, uh, uh, Titus 2, verse 11 through 13 says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present age. And it says, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. So we're not escapists, right, Nathan? We just want to do what the Bible says. <laughs> Absolutely. It, Jesus tells us, Paul tells us, the book of Revelations tells they all tell us, hey, we should be looking for the return of Jesus Christ. This really off-Bible teaching that's gotten so popular amongst churches now that, that thinking about the Lord's return is such a waste of time, and why does it matter? And Well, if the 31% of the Bible is God telling us what the future is, he wants us to know, and he tells us to be ready for those events. Why in the world would we ignore that? That's, do you really want to say, I want to ignore God? I forget what you're saying, God. It's not important. I'm going to do your other things like evangelize and all. Well, God says, don't just evangelize, but be watchful and be ready. Uh, there's more than just one thing he's told us to do. And I don't know why Christians compartmentalize. I'm reading a, a great book on evangelism right now. And, and the, although the author is a fantastic evangelist, he's very negative towards Bible prophecy and, and looking forward to the Lord's return and calls it a waste of time and all. It's like, but it's it's not a waste of time for Jesus. And 
Didn't we just read in Matthew and in Titus that Jesus wants us to be ready and that it's our blessed hope? So, yeah, please evangelize. That, that's part of it. But don't cut off God's prophetic word. He wants us to know how it ends so we have hope for the future. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And, no, and Nathan, that is our warning to anyone that is tuned into the program. You know, we need to be very careful that the enemy doesn't rip us off these wonderful blessings of understanding and knowing what uh, what, the, what is in store for our future. I, I would like to know ahead of time, right, Nathan, if someone was warning me of certain dangers, I would want to know. I wouldn't want to fall into the ditch. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, these are scary times. Like you said, the world is a mess right now. And uh, it's only going to get worse. Uh, that is one thing. If you want to know what's going on in the world, uh, it's going to get worse. The Bible says it's going to get worse, but not for the church. Not if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you're, you're part of the church, the bride of Christ. Uh, that goes by a number of different names. And we're promised 1 Thessalonians 1.10 and 5.9 and Revelation 3.10 and other verses again and again. Uh, I love it what Jesus says in, in uh, John 14 that he's, going to prepare a place for us. He's up there getting that new Jerusalem ready, our, our eternal home. And, and we've got a place there. We're not destined for God's wrath whatsoever. And God's wrath is the tribulation. So will Iran, what's going to happen with Iran? Well, eventually they in Russia and Turkey and Libya and the Sudan, and they're going to make a coalition and they're going to come down and attack Israel. They're not worried about the United States. So something happens to us and they're going to try to destroy Israel and Russia wants all those all that natural gas that Israel's made. Uh, it, it wants to plunder Israel, and God's going to supernaturally step in and destroy the armies and, and destroy those countries. And that's the future, but that's not the future for the church. Mm. We captured before the tribulation events occur. Ooh, and, and you know, Nathan, that's an excellent point. And, and as you read for us in Philippians chapter 3, uh, verse 20, what we are waiting for is the Bible says who will transform our lowly bodies that he may conform us to his glorious uh, body. So what we're waiting for is the transformation that the Lord has in store for those that have placed their trust in him. And also Nathan, of course, 1 Corinthians 15, 51 and 52, it talks about that in a moment in a twinkle of an eye, we're going to be changed and transformed. Uh, so Nathan, the good news is, bro, you're cold. You will not have any more colds in heaven. <laughs> Lord for that. <laughs> but Nathan, oh, but you know, you, you and I are excited about this because we know Jesus, but maybe there's someone out there that really doesn't know the Lord and they are a little fearful right now because of the earthquakes and the war. But Nathan, the good news is that if they come to Christ, God will give them eternal life where that could be their hope. And, and we want to encourage any of you that, that is tuned into the program. If you don't know the Lord, we're going to take an opportunity right now to give you a chance to receive Christ and to open up your heart to him. So, Nate, will you be able to share with that person on the other side, maybe how they can start their relationship with the Lord so he can help take away that fear that they have? Well, you've got to put your trust in Jesus Christ. The world is spinning out of control, and we have as humans a tendency to think that we're in control, and we're not. I mean, we're seeing there's nothing I can do about Iran. There's nothing I can do about earthquakes. Uh, you know, there's, we got to give up control. We cannot save ourselves. We need to trust in the God of the universe, the creator, the all-powerful God to handle things. And when we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ as our Savior, then the punishment for our sins that he took on a cross uh, has been paid by his blood, by his shed blood. And then we, mm -hmm. sins, are forgiven. We can now stand before the Father, holy and blameless, 
And so put your faith in Jesus Christ. Pray from your heart something like, Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. Mm. Jesus will forgive you of your sins. The guilt is gone and you will inherit eternal life with Jesus. And that should bring you great comfort. Mm. Oh, thank you so much, Nathan. And good news. So listen, maybe you just accepted the Lord for the first time. Uh, You were tuned into the program. We would love for you to reach out to us. Uh, Let us know. Call us. Text us. 305-992-9537. Post it there on social media. We would love to celebrate with you because the Bible says anyone who repents and turns to Jesus, there's a celebration for them in heaven. We will simply want to celebrate with you. So, Nathan, thank you so much for giving out the wonderful, wonderful invitation to our listening audience. And, of course, Nathan, wow, we, we ran out of time for this first segment of the year. Time goes so fast. It really does, huh? Before we know it, rapture will be here. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> which Nathan, which gives us good, gives us a, a good segue for our next program because we do want to share on the second part of these last days warning. So for those of you that were part of the program, we did, we we have run out of time for this segment of the program, but we will take it on our next segment. But we do want to thank you for being part of today's program and joining us. And now it's application station. So this week, pray for the opportunities. Uh, for the Lord to give you so you can share the good news of Jesus Christ with others. So Nathan Jones, again, it's always a pleasure to have you on and uh, and just be together once again, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. So thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure, brother, and an honor. Thank you. Awesome. And of course, for the rest of you that have tuned into the program, we thank you for being part of it. Again, if you're in need of prayer, make sure you get a hold of us at 305-992-9537. And of course, we ran out of time for this segment of the program. But may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Have a wonderful week.